From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Today I am being joined by Rob Carey, the president of Cloudera Government Solutions. Thank you for joining me today, Rob. Let's dive right in. So can you provide for me the key benefits of the modern EHR system and then discuss why it's so critical for the DOD, VA, and other agencies across the federal government, and what are the initial challenges? Well, you know, this, uh, so first of all, uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, this is really a crucial topic for uh, veterans writ large, you know, so people that have served in the military, um, because there's a handoff that occurs from the Department of Defense to the Veterans Administration of their health records, right? So, Years ago, this journey started, uh, of course, the DOD had its system and the VA had its system and the two, you know, giant agencies had decided to try to come with a, come up with a single system, right? And the benefits of a single system are, are, are vast and powerful. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, young men and women are indoctrinated into the military. They go to what's called a MEPS station, a military entrance processing station. They get their first physical. Um, and all that data is recorded. And we'll continue to obviously footstomp data throughout this conversation. But, but from MEPS to, you know, so from the entrance processing system into, uh, the Department of Defense, and no matter how long you stay, in the, you know, in the DOD, in the Navy, in the Army, the Marine Corps, what have you, you will, in essence, transfer that medical record when you are done, either at retirement or whenever, but your medical record will transfer over to the VA. So there is a need for a simple transfer of your medical record and all that associated data. So think of all the examinations you had, all the shots you had. Uh, and I am a, a, a reservist, a retired Navy reservist, so I can actually can, can speak to this uh, dream a little bit. Um, so, so, you know, data is being collected on you throughout your career, however long or short it is, into hopefully a single coherent medical record. Now, when there were two actual EHR systems, the the challenge was transitioning from uh, DOD to VA. And and so we learned that the some data sometimes got dropped. There were just challenges right then and there. The other challenges in getting to this single system was, well, what were the requirements, right? So you, know, you can imagine two large agencies have very strong views about what those requirements would be, and those requirements were centric to that agency, whether it be DOD or VA. Um, and, and I was involved in it uh, at some point to sort of say how the IT and the servers could support this. Uh, when I was in the government. So the challenges really were culture-based and control-based, if you will. So so I think over time, we've overcome those hurdles and we've seen the, you know, uh, patient-centric data as being the the requirement here, right? How do I ensure doctors and nurses can access patient data that is accurate and reliable 
in a timely manner, wherever they may be, right, um, and, and to do that securely so that they can make decisions on behalf of that patient uh, wherever he or she may be in their lives, whether they are remaining in the military or they're out and retired or they're just out, but but they can point back at something that occurred during the military uh, time that uh, requires care, right? So, so this is really important to, to understand both the volume of data that's coming in and where it goes, where it's stored, how can uh, doctors access it from a host of locations, right? Uh, so, so all those things sort of blended into becoming uh, challenges that required attention and planning so that uh, we could come out with the system that is, that is blossoming today. Um, and, and actually, you know, it's just, it's powerful because it took time to get here. But at the same time, I think we are finally on our way to delivering patient-centric systems, patient-centric data that can be accessed by any VA hospital, by any uh, DOD uh, MTF, which is called a main treatment facility, um, and, and er- therefore enable the doctors. Once you walk in, of course, they collect your vital signs. They do all those wonderful things. Uh, and, and now they're about to render care. Well, they're going to make decisions on your behalf. So it is very nice to be able to see the data that exists on you and maybe some contributing factors that happened in your past that are uh, affecting your health today. So uh, using the cloud also helped because the ever-growing uh, amount of data that's being collected um, really required uh, a new technology that scales, which is exactly what cloud does. So, so cloud enables two things, right? Scaling and telehealth, things like that. And we all just came through COVID. I guess we're still technically in COVID, but to, to render, uh, healthcare, uh, through tele, uh, you know, through VTCs, if you will, or through, you know, Zoom, like we're on right now, uh, very powerful, very, uh, very safe for lots of cases, uh, not requiring that didn't require, you know, to see a face to face with a doc. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, you know, this has been crucial to provide timely and safe care, enabling the doctors to render timely decisions on data that is present on a particular uh, uh, member and then uh, keep them healthy throughout their lives. Right. So, so really just to render care. Um, the challenges that existed when this program started have, I think, been overcome. And I think we're now moving in the right direction to deliver that coherent system that allows for data to be uh, ingested literally at the MEPS processing station, if you will, and and then carry through until it is no longer needed, right, which is, you know, your entire life. So when it comes to hundreds of thousands of current and former DOD and VA members, how can a successful EHR system handle, organize, and process so much data to meet agency goals? And how does this tie into the theme of data in motion? Yeah, and 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 uh, uh, Marianne, it, it, I'd have to say it's we're up to millions. You know, there are millions of uh, veterans that uh, current and former, right, that are in the system that that broader, you know, large term. Uh, system, right? So, so now their, their data started likely on the DOD side, likely in the DOD system. 
will be transferred and integrated into the coherent system that both organizations are using. And so this is data, 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 right? How do we do that? How do we ingest that? Well, today's technologies, both using cloud and then obviously data technologies like Cloud Air has, uh, handling petabytes of data is no longer a challenge. I can tell you uh, 10 years ago, petabytes of data would strain uh, an IT infrastructure. Today, the tools exist to ingest that. And it's rather, I don't want to say it's commonplace, but it's, it is not a, a difficult task to deal and render with petabytes. And, and just as a reminder, you know, a petabyte is equivalent to 20 million, 20 million filing cabinets or 500 billion with a B pages of standard printed text. So you can imagine, um, that's a lot. Right. And so these millions of uh, veterans uh, and active duty service members or reservists are now, you know, producing data every day. Every time they go visit. Right. More data is collected, more data stored properly in their records so that doctors had this holistic view of who this person is and what's going on. When did it go on? So so. How does this tie into the theme of data in motion? Well, I mean, we've now got to get that data from the collection point, literally the interview with the, the nurse. Remember, they you walk into your doctor's office, the first thing they do, take your temperature, uh, measure your weight, measure your blood pressure, take your pulse, right? All that goes in to get that little snapshot before you get to see the doc. And then the, you sit in front of a doc anymore, and the doc is sitting in front of a computer, um, and likely has an EHR system that he will, he or she will access, right? And so they bring up your record and there it is, right? So, so you want your record on that screen to be complete and accurate, obviously, so that, you know, the first question a doctor says to you is, what are we here for today? You know, it, that, that he can then understand he's glanced at your record. He may or may not be familiar with it or he or she. And, and now we're, we're like, we're ready to have a conversation about rendering healthcare or advice or decisions on whatever's going on or whatever you're, you're visiting for. So the, the size of the data that comes in and the scale that's coming in, A, I think requires cloud computing and B, requires a way to ingest it at scale. Um, and then begin the process of, you know, storing it, uh, serving it. Uh, enriching it, aligning it, you know, because it's, it's both structured and unstructured data. So there is a great deal of variety of information that is coming in and the formats of that information have to be aligned such that the system can now, uh, use it, uh, in a consistent manner. And then the, it is within the terminologies of the doctors that they use. That was another problem between DOD and the VA that several, several of the lexicons were different. Right. And, and so we've resolved, I think, most of those uh, uh, challenges so that now uh, patients come in and uh, could be somebody like me going in to see a VA doctor and 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 basically having a conversation. He would be able to see uh, there I was in years ago and there was something entered in my medical record that uh, he has access to. Right. Uh, and it could be from my civilian provider. My civilian healthcare provider should have the ability to embed that data into my health record. So it's all about me, not about where the, the care was rendered. So again, data flowing from anywhere around the globe into a coherent system in the cloud, 
rendering, you know, the ability of the docs to access it uh, with the proper, obviously, identity credentials to do that. So this this health record at a hospital or a doctor's office, you know, everybody's logged in. Everybody is is um, has the ability, given their rights and privileges, to look at this information. You know, uh, I think the, the VA guys used to have Vista. They're moving to Cerner. DOD's on Cerner. There's Oracle, there's Epic, there's SAP, but the same thing. They are these are medical ERP systems that provide uh, the docs with that view, that consistent view of everything that's happened to you. And if you know, when I when I first joined the the military, I will tell you the there was a, a brown Manila folder, uh, almost cardboard, that had all my records in it. Literally, it was all paper. And now it's almost all digital. So it's a, it's a, there's a whole lot more accuracy when there are not people, uh, poking two holes in the top of the page, putting in the top of the envelope and then putting it in a filing cabinet, right? The accuracy and the, uh, ability to access it from anywhere is, is complete now compared to, uh, in years ago when if you didn't have, you know, when I used to go on active duty, I would have to take my medical record with me. Because if you were if you were somewhere in Europe uh, where I was, if I didn't have my medical record with me, they couldn't see it either, right? Now they can log on and see it wherever any uh, service member happens to be, and then render care. Okay, so with an understanding of the importance of the true value of data, how can agencies continue to provide success with critical EHR systems and? Can other agencies use this EHR system, example, from the DOD and the VA as a case study for how big of a role data can play in meeting mission objectives? So uh, a great question. Um, so the answer is, is this a poster child? Is your question, is this a poster child for, for data and the use of data uh, across agencies? And the answer is, it is clearly one. But it was a long time in coming. It was, you know, uh, very, very difficult to integrate the, across both uh, the Veterans Administration and uh, the DOD a coherent set of requirements that could then be turned over in a contract and have a single provider uh, deliver those. Um, and so uh, knowing that an, just like a, a financial ERP, a medical EHR system is this giant all-in-one, all-encompassing solution that is built upon access to data, right? That's what it's about. It is a data management system. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the data that's rendered through the medical EHR systems do provide the right information for the doctors at the right time, just like other data-centric solutions do for those decision makers, whether it's finance or it's energy or, or it's uh, education, what have you. You know, you, you have an ability to collect the data, store the data, enrich the data, serve the data up, run analytics on the data, which then provides you that insight that, that uh, you would not get otherwise. Um, so, so does it provide, a, is it a poster child of success? Uh, I think it is. I think certainly it is. Was it a long time in coming or was it difficult? Uh, it was certainly uh, that. But it does show, it does demonstrate that the collection of this this type of data and other types of data, once uh, organized and formally reported, uh, really does enable agencies to render timely decisions that are informed, right? You're not 
you're not just hey not you know no longer guessing you can and you can also uh query the data right you know run analytics or or machine learning algorithms on the data to to see things that you didn't normally you wouldn't normally have the ability to even ask the questions if you didn't have all the data in one place uh, back to my medical record you know running running uh uh queries on uh health records 10 15 years ago I, it wasn't impossible but it was a lot of manual calculations and it wasn't accurate today you can run queries and determine who has their uh shots who has reactions to shots you know the ability to 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 note which members of the military uh had covid shots easily uh recoverable now where are those people all around the globe but the the good thing was the access to the medical records was centrally located so we could get at who's been given their their uh their shots and and more importantly who has not and obviously the notes as to why they had you know why they had and things like that so uh the central location of the data uh allows for these decisions to be made and then to run analytics on it to, again think of questions that you don't you don't even know the the questions you want to ask it but once you come up with them you can have someone write a script and perform the analytics and then get an answer and then determine like was your question actually correct or do you need to modify your question to get the answer that you're looking for so um, i think it does provide a view on data and how data helps render mission objectives, right? Data is really that, that uh, as we call it, the currency of the information age right now. Uh, without it, we, we do nothing. And now there are tools that can enable access from anywhere, uh, doing almost anything at almost any scale. And, and that's what is really helpful because uh, in the past, we were hampered by some of those uh, characteristics. Well, Rob, thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything else you would like to add? No, I think uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing these systems, more and more of these type systems come to play that are able to, you know, sort of use this data, use data in ways you expect and use data in ways maybe we didn't expect, you know, obviously positive means because uh, the insights that we uh, get are only limited by the questions that we ask, right? So we, we can continue to learn and gain insights from the data at any, in, in any agency. Is the healthcare system applicable to the rest of the agencies? Not really. Um, I mean, but it is uh, architecturally a system of record that is quite large that shows that this, this can be done. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fedhealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated. <laughs>